This is AI Podcast, not artificial intelligence, agency intelligence. Our team's going to be 10 times stronger than all the other teams. A platform for agents. When people think of niche marketing, they're thinking so small scale. In real life agencies, sharing their thoughts. All you need to do is get in front of more people. To transform an industry. Better coverages, uh, better pricing, just better everything. Real difference between givers, takers, and matchers. Agents. I guess I took a slightly different path coming to the agency. I know a lot of agencies. You can partner your clients with those companies that are looking for that specific target market. This is AI Podcast. Are you ready? I am. Let's go. Hey, 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 loyal listeners. Welcome to another episode of the Agency Intelligence Podcast, where we're going to give you real agents inside real agencies, giving you the real agency intelligence and not the artificial that the industry tries to make you believe. This is Jason Cass, and today I have a special guest. And before I get to him, I want to remind you, I'm pretty sure it's already opened up. It's, it's already opened up for registration. People have already been invited. The, uh, you can still get on the reserve list, so in case we somehow don't sell out, you can get on there, AIBrainShare.com, AIBrainShare.com. Also, don't forget to go to the App Store or go to the Play Store, and you want to and put in there Agency Intelligence, Agency Intelligence, and be sure to download our app where you can get everything that we do for you all right on the device that you're looking at all the time. Sometimes you need to look at it a little less. But when you are on it, you probably need to be on Agency Intelligence app because we've got everything right there for you, simple and easy for you to be able to have access. Really, really excited for my team, Sarah Nicholas and Riza Blingett, who just who literally worked their butt off to create that app exactly for you. So kudos to them, and I'm excited for you guys to be able to have access to that. Now, what I'd like to do is kind of turn the attention because – I have to tell you, we today have someone on who is a mastermind member. Let me give you a little background real quick. And 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 our mastermind, I always try to have a conversation with any new members. And so we were, you know, we were just kind of doing what we're doing. And uh, and and I'm sitting there talking. Uh, I get a, a a thing on my calendar that I need to that I need to call this gentleman. And so I call him and I say to him, hey, how are you doing? And he starts telling me his story and his life. And and I was like, wow, that's interesting. And it's something he said about a minute in that I stopped Daniel and I said, Daniel, what, just no more. Let, let's take this to a podcast because I think this has the makings to be a wonderful, wonderful meal story for us to be able to uh, take piece by piece, course by course, and digest it together. And so I inv- invited him on. And uh, Daniel, welcome to the podcast. Jason, I appreciate it. And I am honored that uh, that uh, you have me on here, my friend. And, and so I don't butcher your last name. Say it for me. It's Daniel Song. You say it with a U, but it's spelled with a E-O. Okay, Daniel Song. Okay, that, yeah, okay, that's that's simple. That's simple then. All right, fantastic. And Daniel, before we get to know you more about you, let's find out: Are you an iPhone or are you a Droid user? I'm an iPhone user. You are an iPhone re- user, proud one, right? Yes. <laughs> What's the last app that you downloaded? Oh, actually, the last app was it was a Photoshop app. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I had yours already, so it was a Photoshop app. 
Boom. Yeah. Mastermind members. Yeah. I just actually, actually there's, there was one other podcast where I had, had mentioned this. So this isn't coming out, Daniel. Today's the 21st. It probably won't be out until March. And yeah, so they're just now finding out about it. But yeah, mastermind members have had it for a week or two now. So that's awesome, Daniel. I appreciate you being a mastermind member. We're going to learn a lot from you and I hope you've learned a lot from us already. Let's see. Let let me ask you this. Let's do the skill or luck. Which one would you say has been attributed more to your success, skill or luck? You know, it's got to be luck in a way. It's got to be luck. You would you would say luck, yeah. okay? Any reason specifically why that came to your brain? Well, you know, I, everybody that meets me for the first time, I tell them, I said, listen, when you really get to know me, I'm not the smartest guy in the room, um, but I am one of the most hardest working people and the most consistent and disciplined people that you'll meet. So with that, I think you almost create luck in itself. Yes, you do. That is that was beautiful. Very well said. Very well said. You love to win or you hate to lose. I, I love to win. Love to win. I'm starting to get that answer more and more. And, you know, I need to break it down whenever I'm retired and I've done 1,700 of these, Daniel. I'm going to I'm going to have somebody go back through and literally the type of person and then what was their answer to some of these questions and like just bring it all together. You know, there's got to be something to to that love and to win. Is your reasoning for that is because you're focused on the positive? What What's your reasoning for that? I always believe I'm just, you know, if it's to be, it's up to me. Ooh. I really do believe that we have control of our destiny. I believe that your mindset is everything. You're never losing. You're always learning. So the only time that I really feel like somebody loses is if they ever, ever quit. Wow. That's, that's good stuff. That's the only way that they can lose. You don't want to do this, but I'm using the exaggeration to fill the point is that you can almost do the wrong thing. But if you do it consistently and you do it every day and you do it with passion, you can be successful. Right. Isn't that how a lot of things have come about? I feel like that's my life story. Poor douche. And we're going to get into that. So why don't you take us back, take us back to as far as back you want to go, kid, childhood, whatever, high school, and bring us forward. Give it to us in about three or four minutes. Tell us uh, how you got to where um, you are right now. You got it. Well, I was born in, I was born in South Korea, 1979, and I literally was born on a pig farm. I remember our little village, and we didn't even have a running bathroom. We had an outhouse, a wooden outhouse, and you didn't go there at night because you would just fall in, right? Um, oh our, our, our room, our house was no bigger than 20 by 20. And, and in Korea, your living room is your living room during the day at night, you bring out your blankets and that becomes your bedroom. Right. And then when it's wow. time to eat, you know, you bring out the dining table. So we moved to America in 1984 and my dad, um, you know, with the little money that he had, he got into the swap meet business. He would buy t-shirts for $2, sell it for three. And eventually he worked hard enough to where he opened up his own factory in L.A. And then, you know, business has its ups and downs. And then he had some of his um, hard times. And I, I remember it was we were a family of six. We were in high school, family of six living in a two bedroom apartment. Two of my sisters were living, sleeping wow. on the floor. My brother and I, we'd be sleeping on the bed and vice versa, switching off here and there. And four of us were very similar ages. And it would, it would have been too much of a burden for my parents to send us to college all at the same time. So 
my brother and I, we made the decision to go into the military and we served four years in the Marine Corps. And once, once I got discharged for the Marine Corps, um, I went to college, USC. And while I was getting, going to college, I actually got married. Um, I met my wife down in San Diego. She's not military, but I met her down there when I was stationed down there. And we, we got married and we we're going to school. And I said, you know what? I'm married now. I, I need to start providing for my family. So I got a part-time job at a mortgage company. Five minutes of me ever entering a professional office, I was on the phone cold calling people. And wow. I, I found out that I was, I was pretty good at it and I enjoyed it. So I put school on pause for a little bit. I, I went full-time into the mortgage business. And this was, this was mid-early 2000s. Okay. And then eventually, you know, we, um, we opened up our own company um, out in, in the L.A. area. And we, we, had a, we had about 15 people, you know, a couple processors. And Jason, I, you probably have friends in, that was in the business. But I, I tell you now, I was 24, 25 years old with my own pen. I remember my best month, I made 100000 The next month, 75000 The next month, 50000 wow. And that wasn't even the business. I was, I was just doing those personal sales. So in a quarter, at 25 years old, I was making 225000 And wow. And I'm just going to share numbers and things. I hope that's okay. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, but, Come on, man. Let's get real. But, but I, it was, it was, we were having the time of our life. And then back in 07, I remember July, with everything that was going on in the economy and in the industry, we shut it down. So from, from 07 for a couple of years, you know, we went through some really hard times. Um, we went that. from making it a great income to nothing. We, we lost everything. Um, my wife, we, she sold her wedding ring. We, were, we, we, start, we lost our homes. We were moving so much because we were running from rent, filed bankruptcy. And remember those subway $5 footlongs? Yeah. Yeah. That was that was a Friday night treat for our family, and I, I remember um, we were on welfare as well, and it wow, was at our, at our toughest times. Crazy. I, I remember I had two hundred dollars in my pocket, and we had our fourth daughter, um, mm. and so my wife. This is one defining moment in my life was. She came from home from the grocery store, right? And I was so prideful. I would never go with her to the grocery store because she would literally use food stamps, coupons to buy milk and buy fruit for the kids. And she comes home and says, just, just very nonchalantly, she says, oh, I ran into this person at the grocery store. And I said, were they, did you, were they in line with you? She said, yes. And I said, did they see you use the food stamps? And she said, yes. And first thing that came into my mind was, why in the world, why didn't you just put the groceries down and just run out and say you forgot something in the car, right? Right. So she wouldn't, she wouldn't see you using the food stamps. And this is a friend of ours. And, you know, I mean, keeping up with the Joneses, everyone has an ego. And I had a huge ego. And then she looked at me and she said, what are you talking about? She said, Daniel, this isn't who we are. This isn't where we're staying. This is something that we're going through. And, wow. And and when she said that to me, I'm, I'm getting chills to thinking about that moment because I remember it so much. It was such a moment in my life where it changed me forever. And basically, she was telling me, she's like, I believe in you. I trust you. Now just get to work and get us out of this. So, Boom. So that's, so that's all you needed to hear. 
Here we go. Rocket ship, baby. Rocket ship. So, so, so I got excited. I said, you know what? Because we all have to remember, right? When, when we told our wives to marry us, we're basically asking them to trust us. I, I told her, follow me. I will give you everything in this world. Just follow me and just trust me. Because we were 24 years old. We were kids, right? Yeah, right. So, so that's when I – back in 2007, I got my life insurance license. And you said, no, you know what? I'm not going to get into the mortgage business anymore because – I didn't want to feed my kids on a roller coaster, and I researched insurance. I said, man, what a, what a steady industry. So I first got into life insurance, and then after a couple of years, I got into PNC. But when I got into PNC, I, was, I had four kids, our fifth on the way, um, wife didn't work, no savings, single income. It was, it was just the worst time to get into PNC business. So, right. but we did it. We said, you know what? We're not making any money anyway. Let's just do it now because anything we make now is better than what we have now. Right. So Good point. I, I got, I, so I got two jobs during the day and I worked a graveyard shift. So at 5 PM, I would get off. I would go home, get home around six o'clock, eat dinner, uh, take a little nap. I'll play with the kids from six to 8 PM, um, 8 PM to 10 PM. I would take a two hour nap. My wife would wake me up at 10 o'clock because I had to drive to our graveyard shift that started from 11 p.m. to 7.30 a.m. And I was working at a home alarm company. So if your alarm went off in the middle of the night, you would get a phone call. That was me. Wow. So 7.30, I would get off, drive home. The kids, they would be at school by then already. I would eat breakfast, take a shower, then go build my PNC book. And then 5 o'clock, do that all over again. Wow. And 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 – Friday night and Saturday night was my weekend, so I didn't have to go into the alarm company. And that was – my wife said she never saw me sleep so well in my life. <laughs> I bet. I bet. Yeah. But wow. It was, it was just a moment where we said, you know what? This is where we're going to plant our flag. There is no, there is no quitting. There's no, there's no losing. And the thing that I have to say is my wife, the, the, in our hardest times, Jason, she never made me feel bad. She never made me feel as if I was not a providing. She never talked down to me. She always believed in me. And I believe partnerships are so important in business and also in life. But when you're a solid unit, I mean, I, I, the first five years of the business, I was working two, three jobs. I, my wife would go to church with our five kids, and people thought she was a single, sing, single mom. Wow. Uh, it, but we, we pray together at night. We cry together. I never felt as if I was, I was choking, but it was so, we have such confidence and such um, a warm feeling that we were going to be okay. Um, and my first year in PNC, I made 30000 30000 a year and trying to raise a family out here in Irvine, California is not easy, right? But you know, with, with my other job, Right, I you know I, I supplemented that, and I, I never I never even opened an office. I was working out of my house through my cell phone. Every single EOI request, every quote, every bind, every endorsement I did out of my house. In five years, I took seven days off. Five of them were for Christmas. Oh my I would, goodness! I would I would I would wake up if I didn't have the great yard shift. I didn't even have a computer at home. I would I would drive to the office at three three thirty in the morning because I would quote I would get all my quotes out before eight a.m. because I would go to my day job, my other job, um, and my and goodness, just Daniel. and just to share some premium numbers with you, my friend, I didn't open an office and build a team 
I mean, my income at that point, Jason, was that year that I made a decision to actually open an office, my income was about 400000 So, So with income at being at 400000 I was still hustling with that other job because I, I, I was so scared to go back to where we were. Wow. Right? Um, and, and I was my first year in business, I was writing my, I averaged 20,000 written premium a month. And then, but every year it just kept going up and up and up. And then my last year that I, uh, before I built the team, I was writing myself 55,000 average a month, but you figure in those four or five, actually five or six years, I was also servicing that book and writing new business every month. And you so, were still working that other job. Absolutely. Absolutely. Holy crap. Absolutely. Man. So, wow. So I, and I, so I, how I, long ago exactly was that? Was that about? That was, you know, I've been in PNC for about 10 years now. So that was about three, uh, that was probably about three to four years ago is when I quit that other job. Quit the so, other job. Now you're yeah, full-time, bam, bam. So at this, but I always consider myself full-time, right? I was killing it at the other job. I was killing it at yeah. PNC. I was, I was, um, my the book size for all the um, agencies out there. My book size was probably about three million or so when I when I officially opened an office. Are you ready to transform the way your business communicates? Look no further than Lightspeed Voice, the ultimate solution for insurance agencies seeking a seamless communication. I've used them for over eight years. I'm telling you, what I'm reading is the truth. Picture this, crystal clear calls, advanced features, unparalleled, flexible, tailored, just for you. That's Lightspeed Voice. Tired of drop calls and outdated systems? Lightspeed Voice has your back. Say goodbye to communication hiccups and hello to a new era of efficiency. I love that. Boost productivity with features like call recording, voice to email, and effortless call transfers. Work from the office, from home, or on the go. Lightspeed Voice keeps you connected wherever your business takes you. Don't worry about the transition. Our dedicated support and onboarding teams will guide you every step of the way. Make the switch to Lightspeed and join the ranks of satisfied insurance agency owners like me experiencing the power of seamless communication. Ready to elevate your agency? Visit lightspeedvoice.com or call 877.97-VOICE to schedule your free demo. Lightspeed Voice. We're more than just talk. Cast approved. Wow! So you managed three million in revenue from the from your house. Exactly, premium, right? But then also, my friend. No, still I, three million in premium. That's good. That's uh, I don't know, three hundred, four hundred thousand in revenue easily, depending on this type of business. Yeah, that's fantastic running that from your house. And was your wife helping you, or this was just you at this time out of your house? She she's not licensed. She did nothing insurance, my friend. I did everything. I we I would I was scared to go on vacation because all I would do is I would just set an out of office reply and but I would get back to them probably within thirty minutes. I remember taking a road trip up to San Francisco. I had to pull over on the road because I had to send out an EOI. Wow. Yeah. But the, and then also wow. the best thing about that, Jason, is now I was on welfare when I started PNC. So all this, even till today. I have never spent a dollar on marketing, my friend. I've never purchased a lead. And, and I didn't have any money to in the beginning, so I, didn't have, I had to just figure this thing out. But it was – looking back at it now – What was I, your I, method? Was, what was one well, of your methods? 
well, you know, I mean, social media, right? But not really until a couple of years ago. My my whole focus in PNC, because I I never I never was salesy. I never wanted to harass my friends and family. So my goal was I just wanted everybody in my life to know when they think about me, they're thinking about insurance. That was my that was complete goal. goal. And then and then back back then, Yelp wasn't that big. Online presence wasn't that big. But I just said, you know what? This Yelp thing might become something in maybe a couple of years. So we started with review one and we did review two, review three. And now we have we have about 451 Yelp reviews. Wow. Um, so that's so nice. we, get a, we get a lot of traffic from that. It's funny because I, I just did something for Safeco and Liberty Mutual, but I looked on my business page of Yelp. And in the last 24 months, I think we generated about 3,600 Yelp leads. But wow. That, so, so that has been a blessing. That has been a blessing for our agency. And, you know, we built it with mortgage referrals, realtors, but also as our book gets bigger every year, there's just more and more people that could potentially refer us. That's fantastic. So what does your office look like today? There's you and an office and staff yeah. wise. So, so we have the office is about 2,500 square feet. Um, we, I have a wonderful team of 16 people. Um, majority of those are uh, producers. Uh, we have two CSRs, one assistant and the book size is just, last, last year we had a really good year. We grew 2.5 million in premium. This year we're, we're book size in total. We're right around seven. Okay, so but the what's your what's your makeup? Commercial lines versus personal lines? You know, we're we are ninety five, probably maybe even ninety six, ninety seven percent personal lines. Oh, okay, okay, that's cool. And then the commercial you have is probably stuff that's kind of referred to you, fallen in your lap, small business yeah. stuff. Exactly. We're we're making yeah. some change. We're making some changes this year where we're going to grow that. But yes, majority of it is uh, in the personal lines. Is there a certain type of client that you go after? A certain niche on the personal line side, or you just uh, if they think of you and call in, you write them. Well, you know, our 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 clients here in the area is really the preferred market. I mean, we bundle auto home earthquake umbrella on every single quote that goes out. We we don't write. We really our minimum is 100, 300. I believe 90 percent of our book with our biggest carriers, 90 percent of our clients are 100, 300, and probably about 80 percent of that 90 percent is probably 250, 500. Okay, that's fantastic. Very similar to mine. We do not. We brag that we do not have one. Uh, oh. Minimum one minimum limit. Anybody less than 100, 300. Now there's probably someone in there that snuck in there that I don't know about sometime. But uh, yeah, we're the same way in that. We do not. Uh, we don't play with that. Boy, we've lost some business too. There's just no doubt. There's no doubt we've lost business. And was that a good choice or a bad choice? I don't know. All I know is that I have a principle and conviction and we said that's what we're going to stand and that's what we're going to do. Uh, kind of, kind of funny and side note. Um, when I do gamble, I like to play blackjack and a guy told me right when I learned how to play, he said, if you're on 16, you just need to make a decision now for the rest of your life. Are you going to bet on it or are you going to, are you not going to hit, right? You're just going to, it's either one or the other pick now. Just for instance, I, if I get a 16, I always just stay. And, um, and, and it's similar to that. We have to just take positions sometimes. And a lot of times what we do, Daniel, and tell me if this happened to you in your life is that we, we will take positions on some things and we will see how it worked against us one time, right? You'll put something in place and it works, 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 works. And one time it doesn't and the employee or the, somebody is unhappy and then you think, well, we got to change that whole thing. 
And I think that's what kind of starts that, uh, that wheel of chasing the shiny thing. I'm not saying that constantly changing and updating is not, is not bad. That's good. But changing just because one or two people, I think we let the minority rule in our agency sometimes. You agree? I, I totally agree, and and I have the same belief too. You know, I, I we have um, we're actually making T-shirts because Fridays we wear agency T-shirts, and it's what hashtag always stand, right? And in our conference room, right, it says Great Park Insurance supports our military and first responders, and we're big supporters of the military. So, but then there's a lot of people who may might not do business with us for that reason. But it's good okay. point. Good point. Very well. Exactly what I'm saying. But I love what you said. But that's okay. That's right. That's okay because we're going to win by taking that stance more than we're going to lose. And and I and 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 I I uh, that good kudos to you on that. Kudos to you. So um, now you've 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 been in it ten years. You've been doing your thing. You know, really working hard, bearing down. What it, what it, what are you trying to do in the next year? What are you trying to do in the next three years? And what are you trying to be in the next five years? Well, this year, last year was a tremendous growth where we, the team really came together and we can't, as far as staff, we can't grow anymore because the office doesn't allow it the way that it's structured right now. This mm-hmm. year, my only goal right now is implementation systems and procedures. Yeah. And I, I have been a one man shop for such a long time, Jason, is that last year I felt, well, okay, I'm just a bigger one man shop. And, and what I mean by that is, you know, just, just systems, like even checking up on renewals, even, even going after the quotes that didn't go with us or, you know, just, just any of those things. Well, we don't even have a welcome kit, which we're putting together this year. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's very much, uh, and, and I'm kind of embarrassed to say this, but again, it's very much like a one big one man shop. But, but this year we're putting a lot of systems. Um, and, and the best way to do that is actually put your money where your mouth is. So I've already um, paid for things that we're going to do, which will make me do it. But, um, we're, we're, you know, getting automation in place. Um, we're getting, you know, we're thinking about switching over our AMS, uh, system, but just really digging into the book because all of us, we we're sitting on such a gold mine just within the agency. There's so many cross sell opportunities. There's so many, um, there's so many just other, other policies or the referrals that we can get that we're not getting. So that, that's what we're going to do this year. The next three to five years, um, you know, I, our lease here, we have another four years into it. So ultimately what I want to do is uh, the agency is Great Park Insurance, but I live in the Great Park community. So what I want to do is I want to take Great Park Insurance in the Great Park community on Great Park Boulevard. So we're, we're pretty branded here in the, in the neighborhood. So I want to just get our presence um, wider in the area where we are located in about seven other states and getting some things out there as well. Making a couple notes here. So I like that. You know, my boy Billy Williams says all the time, your gold is in your book, Cass. Your gold is in your book. And he's saying, kind of going back, you even use the word gold. And it is and it is the same thing. There's been statistics out there that literally says that, that there's so much opportunity that if you were able to cross-sell and get everybody the way you want, you would literally double your revenue. So I think to myself, well, if I can get half of that, I'm going to increase it pretty substantially as well. You know what I mean? So it's those little things that you're doing in tandem with the other things that you're doing. And I, and I really, you know, um, so here's one agency owner to the other agency owner. 
when you start trying to put these processes in place, as you probably already have started to do, you're going to have some high success um, as the team is excited to get into it. And then they're going to go through this pushback period and then they're going to come out through it on the other side. One of the things that makes that the easiest is when sometimes if you can afford it, if not, is when you have somebody else in the office, it's like your kids. They don't listen to you when you're trying to teach them something like they listen to the somebody else. And it's sometimes really good for the story to be created by you and your staff, but to be help be uh, orchestrated or explain to your staff why you're getting ready to go through those things because it comes off a little bit better. That also goes to the second point of what I want to say agency owner to agency owner is that our biggest struggle with our staff is not them doing their job. It's us getting out, me, you, us, owners, getting out of the way. Once they know the vision, once they see the the, the boundaries and the position and role that they are there to dominate, their piece of the empire that they're responsible for, right, giving them that responsibility, setting expectations, I think that right there happens to be when the owner is not involved. It's one of the things that my buddy Christopher Cook suffers with big time. It's something that I suffer with big time. I think it's what something that 99% of owners suffer with. The owners that don't suffer with this problem are the ones that are leading giant, large organizations because they realized, as you realize with your beautiful wife and the partnership you have, is that you can only do so much with one and you can do much, so much more. The more hands, the more brains, the more passion, the more sweat, the more blood, the more conviction, all that can add up to, 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 to greatness. And so I really kind of want to just agency to owner, agency to owner. I'm speaking to my loyal listeners, but I'm speaking to you as well, Daniel. As you do this, make sure the vision is clear enough so you can get out of the way because you need to get out of the way. But it's not fair for you to be out of the way if they don't understand the total Daniel vision. Right. Completely agree. Just wanted to give you that little feedback as owner to owner. I. I've went through that the last couple of years and we did. I put my money where my mouth is. I went and invited uh, Tom Baker in um, and Tom Baker has been a uh, uh, Tom Baker and uh, Billy Williams have really guided my ship for the last three to four years of my life. And Tom Baker, we brought him in for three days because as Travis and I discussed our vision, then it was, OK, let's get it to the team. And it was nice for him to explain to them what the vision needs to be and, and have meetings with them because then it kind of came out as, okay, that wasn't Jason. Uh, we took Jason's vision, but we explained it. He explained it a lot different because I didn't have all the bias or anything or the experience with Jason or Travis that I could understand it clearly from him. And so it, uh, it is something that helped. So anyways, Daniel, um, I really kudos to you, man. I'm excited for you. You're, I love isn't as I as I close this up, I want to end with two things. I want to end with two fantastic things, books and women. Let's discuss the women first. You you hit on that early earlier, Daniel, about I think it's a pride thing for anybody. Um, I think it's a huge pride thing. I've only been in a man's body, so I only know for us men. Because it's it's that obligation that maybe society sets, maybe it's the contract we sign just by being born into this expectation of trying to be responsible and lead our families. 
to be the breadwinner, no matter how old that may be, that's not the conversation that, that I'm trying to have with you, loyal listeners. I want you to realize the the understanding, and I want to give a kudos out to 50% of my listeners and say you are the women that stand by your man and your man stands by you. And I don't know if we can, if we can stay together in those times because it was the simple things that she said to you is what lit the rocket ship. You know what I mean? It wasn't a book you read or some motivational speaker. It was two or three sentences that your wife said. And I think that that needs to be acknowledged. And I think it's incredible the type of people that women can be in our lives. And they are the number one instrument, the number one reason for our success. What say you, Daniel? I absolutely agree. And there's, there's nothing, there's nothing, there's no feeling like the feeling of just knowing that your wife 100% has put all of her eggs in you. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, all of us, sometimes we just have to take a look in the mirror and because I, I always believe this. I said, I always said time will I, I either promote you or expose you. And we can fake it to our friends. We can fake it to our coworkers. But at the end of the day, when you go home and you look in the mirror and if you're not proud of yourself, there's a problem. And a lot of the, a lot of the people that I've coached along the way, you know, I said, there's people ask me to just help them. I said, look, there's nothing I can help you with. If you go home and you have those kids looking at you in the eyes and if they don't motivate you, there's nothing I'm going to do for you. That's right. So, but it's, it's amazing. But um, the true success has is and always will be because of what my wife um, has done for me and my family. Yeah. Yeah. Me and David Carruthers talk about it. Uh, my buddy David, his, his wife's name is Andrea as well. So we say that the reason why him and I have the best lives is, and best agencies is because our wives are named Andrea and that's our unknown superpower. So him and I say that a lot. So, so no, I definitely agree with you. Daniel, thank you very much. Before we wrap up, readers are leaders and leaders are readers. And I'm assuming because you are one hell of a leader, you're definitely a reader. Tell me what you're reading right now. My friend, I, so there's two books right now, um, and I usually don't do this, but I, John Maxwell, Talent is Never Enough, and John Wooden, They Call Me Coach. And what I do, Jason, I read 10 pages a day every morning. I read 75% of people after high school don't finish a book. So mm-hmm. I read 10 pages. In a year, I finish about 13 to 15 books just by reading 10 pages a day. It takes maybe 10 Wow. Good call, uh, Daniel. 10 pages a day. But just with, but, but see, I tell people it's, it sounds so easy, but it's the toughest thing you're going to do in your life because consistency is tough. But that's, mm-hmm. it's the secret. People want to know the secret. What's well, consistency? Doing all the simple things over and over and over again. All the little things that don't seem to matter, matters. Thank you very much. People want to reach out to you. Where can they find you, Daniel? Uh, it's Daniel at greatparkinsurance.com. Um, and my phone number is 949-387-3242. Loyal listeners, I'm going to wrap this up. Was that just not great? That was fantastic, right? This is you. Some may think it's shameless self-promotion and you can think what you want, but this is the quality that we have in our mastermind. These are the people 
that are attracted to us because we're attracted to them. And Daniel, thank you very much for who you are. And what I want to close out is by letting you know how I first ran into Daniel is he made a post. He made a post in on his personal page, I believe, and uh, or maybe his agency page. And I immediately stole it and put it over in the mastermind, told him I stole it, gave him photo credit. And this is what it is. It's a nice picture of, of his mug, and he's got the American flag in the back. Guy knows how to market because you got to let people. It's not, hey, I'm marketing the American flag. It's letting people subconsciously know what he believes in. He said, what I've learned building a scratch agency. Here's 10 things for you as we close this out. Number one, consistency is greater than talent. Number two, winning is a choice. Number three, relationships matter. Number four, patience is a skill. Number five, share, share, share with other agents. Six, ABCs always be creating the new version of that. Number seven, find a mentor. Number eight, never a perfect time. Gosh, that's a good one. Nine, implement, implement, implement. And 10, I would do it all over again. Fantastic. Thank you very much for sharing your story, Daniel. I just want to let all your loyal listeners know that this is why I do what I do. I do it for you. That could have been a conversation that I want, that I, we could have had and kept it in my head, but that's a conversation you needed to hear. That's a, that's a relationship that you need to build. That is how you need to feel confident by listening to his story. You know that you're doing right. You know that you're doing what it takes to succeed. Maybe you've listened to it and said, I need to step up my game. Good for you, too. This podcast is about making you think, about making you challenge the norms. And it's Agency Intelligence Podcast, where we give you the real agents, just like Daniel. We're going to put from a real agency, Great Park Insurance, giving you the real agency intelligence and not the artificial that the industry tries to make you believe. This has been Jason Cass. His name's Daniel. And we are out. Are you looking for an insurance community to join? Have you heard of the LAAIA? The Latin American Association for Insurance Agents is just not for Latins. Their focus on diversity and inclusion over the last few years has made this 54-year-old association one of the fastest growing and the most dynamic associations in the industry. With established chapters in Florida, Houston, Dallas, Atlanta, and Denver, it's no surprise this association has the attention of everyone in this industry. Their upcoming national convention on beautiful Marco Island includes keynote speaker Trisha Griffith, the CEO of Progressive. National leaders from around the country like Marshberry, Vertifor, Lula, and more will be here on center stage as well. And whether you're an independent agent, a captive agent, life or health agency, or even a financial services professional, this association offers you everything you need to network and grow your business. Make sure you check them out and consider joining me, Jason Cass, at the next upcoming convention. It's going to be August 21st, the 24th, at the JW Marriott on stunning Marco Island. This has been Cass Approved.